Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. So, hey guys, welcome to Release Your Blocks, the podcast. And today I have my very good friend, Alana Pratt. How are you, Alana? Oh my God, it's so good to see you. When I think back, it's been a couple years, but I like some memories I don't keep and other memories are like lodged in. And I totally remember the moment we dropped in and had that conversation back then for moms, et cetera. So when I got your invitation to be back, you know, on another conversation with you, I jumped at it. Um, yeah. And I can't wait to hear more about what you've been up to share what I've been up to and be a really deep service and contribution to everybody listening today in the juiciest of ways. <laughs> Oh, I love it. And um, yeah, so to give you guys a little bit of a background, um, Alana was on my mum's time to shine um, my summit and I had never used a computer. So <laughs> Alana was, <laughs> like, I literally had never used a computer. I was petrified. The interviewing part of it was easy for me, but all the tech stuff was hard out. But I had this awareness that there was people that were turning off their sex. There were people that were turning off their intimacy and all of these different things. So when I found Alana, who is an intimacy expert, I just had to interview her. So mm. this is going to be unfiltered. This is going to be real. This is going to be raw. And mm. um, yeah, if you guys align with Alana, just check out the show notes afterwards. So Yay, just so many things to cover in this short amount of time. So we're going to get yeah. straight to the juice. So Alana, we haven't talked for like three years since I interviewed yeah. you. Um, yeah. So what the heck have you been up to? Tell us about mm. it. Well, as an intimacy expert, just so people understand, I like to say intimacy is about vulnerability and being raw and real and transparent and honest. First with yourself, and because we're talking about sex today, with your sexuality you know, what is your authentic expression and then sharing your authentic expression with your beloved. But intimacy goes beyond that. It's like your intimate relationship with your body. Uh, we can have intimacy with money. Like are we treating money like our lover? So grateful for it. Like, thanks for coming by for a date today. <laughs> like you can have this juicy intimacy, obviously with um, your clients, your friends, your family, your kids, etc. It's really just about dropping all the walls, being authentic, being in the moment, being present, which is scary. Because being totally present means, yes, I have choice. I'm totally discerning. I'm right here. And I'm completely out of control. So no fucking clue what's going to happen in the next second. Like literally, we don't actually know. So it takes such bravery to be present and to be yourself and to be out of control with another. And then when you bring that into the bedroom, it can bring up a lot of shit for people. Mm. old shames, taboos. Uh, am I allowed? What will they think? Will I get hurt again? Like a lot of stuff. So I love to work with people about this intimate relationship with themselves. And then they bring that to, to the, all of their, all of their relationships. So since we saw each other, let's see, I don't know if my, where I, I think my son was living with his dad at that point. My son turns 18 on Friday. Oh my goodness. How did that happen? Oh my God. And so for the last four ish years, he's been living with his dad. He's still my legal and physical responsibility, but I've allowed this because it created peace. You know, after 13 years or so in court, it ended when I finally said, fine, go live with your dad. 
and I'll just be on the side. So um, in all transparency, for a good three of those three and a half, four, like four-ish years, uh, we would see each other secretly. We would go for facials, hamburgers. We would, I would come to town to LA and we would, we would hang out on the side because if he mentioned my name, you know, everything got really difficult at his dad's house. But if I didn't exist, everything was calm. So it was my way of taking the high road for peace. Not obviously my first choice as a mother. That's not what I signed up for. But my goal is peace. I just didn't like the how. So I went, lived in San Diego. I lived, you know, now I live out in Palm Desert, Palm Springs outside of LA. I was even up in Canada for a while. Um, but since COVID, I haven't heard a word. That's a long ass time. It's almost been a year now. I haven't heard a text, a peep, a call, nothing. I'm blocked on all phones, social media. So it's another level of surrender and letting him find his way, his karma with his dad, integrating all those wounds so I don't judge him and I'm not the victim. Um, so what else am I going to be birthing or taking care of? Obviously my clients, obviously myself, my little Alana inside, all of that. Um, but I, I decided back in March, I got this real impetus that people already have a difficult time you know, feeling lonely, feeling desperate for that deep connection. Um, so I launched what we're, we're calling a new category, you know, like Airbnb was like a new category or Uber was a new category. So, or Spanx <laughs> was a new category, right? Shapewear. Um, this is a new category, which combines a dating app and intimacy training and live conscious connection calls where you practice communicating. And we're, we're calling it a relationship incubator or a relationship accelerator, because dating apps are designed to keep people single, right? Wow. They make money when you're single. They do not make money when you have a relationship. And so when I thought, okay, so they don't teach how to communicate. They don't teach how to heal the past. They don't teach you how to keep your heart open and sit in the fire. They don't teach you how to forgive. They don't teach you shit. They teach you if things are bad, here's 10 more wounded hearts to date. And I'm like, well, that's fucking st stupid. Um, so mine has heartmates first. It's called heartmates heartmates.app. So uh, sign up now. <laughs> um, but it's called heartmates and we have heartmates for singles. And then we have heartmates for couples because I'm about you becoming the one to find the one to keep the one, right? We, wow. we, if we try to find the one from empty, it's a low vibration. It's just going to match a low vibration. You're going to repeat the pattern. And it's probably going to be worse. And so I want people to find that intimate relationship with themselves while practicing communicating and healing their heart and in this amazing community of people, the only people on the app are doing the work. And you have to be in it for a year. It's a year long program. You don't just get to come in, get your hit and use somebody and leave, nor is it a, an app where you get ghosted. Like there's a no, no ghosting uh, technology that once your, your date is over, you must choose another heart connection or decline further connections with this beautiful little script that says, thank you for taking the time to get to know me. I'm not feeling that special spark I require to move forward. I wish you all the best on your relationship journey. So we do not treat people like commodities and things you can just ghost and ditch. You know, there's honor and safety in this uh, world. And then when you meet the one, then we go into heartmates for single or for couples so that you can thrive and keep the communication deepening and keep the sex hot and nourishing. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been up to. I've uh, invested, I cannot tell you how much money <laughs> into this. I've got investors now. Um, I've got mentors like I never knew I could ever attract. Um, I've been doing a shitload of PR and TV. Um, and then a month and a half ago, I fell in love. Hey. 
yeah so um so who knew who knew yeah that's what I've been up to and can I just say um well first I want to say I'm sorry about your son and I know that teenagers will be teenagers as well um I remember very very clearly being a teenager and um <laughs> so sending so much love your way with that because I just want to flow lots of love and just acknowledge that um so thank, thank you for being so um vulnerable yourself you know and being um you know functioning from integrity I suppose um for lack of a better word um and yeah I just wanted to say as well I think that it's so incredible that you know you work you've been creating this app and this all of these things for a fucking long time I I presume uh, most mm -hmm. of your career has been sitting there you know um and you just fell in love I mean you've been in love many times but a month and a half ago and I think this is a great teaching to show people that you know, you don't have to be, to be an inter, uh, intimacy expert or a sex expert or a relationship expert doesn't mean that you have to be with your lover for 20 years or 30 years or 40 years yeah. because, you know, I believe that there's quite a few people that are created for us. It is just about of um, how we connect. And I've been with my husband for 21 years, yeah. you know, and it's it's a fantastic, excuse my clock in the background. That's all good. <laughs> um, and it's a fantastic relationship, but you know, last night I had this conversation with him and I said, we need to figure out how we can communicate because I saw a wound and that wound from where was when we were 16 and 17 and what wow. we experienced with our own parents and their intimacy and their relationships, because now we're hitting their age that we were, yeah, they yeah. were, our parents were when we got together. So I'm mm. seeing these patterns, even though we're, we're fairly, you know, we practice our consciousness and I'm a consciousness coach. I'm really noticing that I'm like, oh my goodness, how can I take 100% responsibility for what is happening? And how can he take 100% responsibility? And how yeah. can we communicate better? And then there's all of the sex stuff that comes in, like, mm. like you said, you know. And so when did we, we turn off from our tummies downwards? When yeah. did we make sex a thing that was dirty? And I know for me, I was a good Catholic girl. So having mm. sex with my husband, which was my boyfriend then, he was 17, mm. I was 16. It was exciting, mm. but it was done in a car, like down an old bush road. Um, <laughs> and it was something because we weren't allowed to sleep together. But of course we yep. were sleeping together. So there was a lot of toxic shame around yeah. me having sex with yeah. my husband because the church said I wasn't meant to. But then the conflict with that was my mum was pregnant with me when she got married. So no wonder I was confused. And now I'm not blaming yes. anyone here and I'm not blaming yeah. my parents, but going from being religious to spiritual and going, you know what, consciousness and love and sex and money are all of one of the same. Yeah, yeah. Really telling our mind that and working through that, that's where you come through. That's where mm. you come in. Yeah. So um yeah, I just want to honor you for actually not going, well, I've had to be with my same partner for 50 years before I can give advice. It's just bullshit. And I think that it's so good that you live what you're teaching. Thank you. I, I haven't called myself a marriage expert because <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Okay. I had two divorces. Definitely. That's not where I, I shine. Um, but I, I freaking learned so much along the way. And to mm -hmm. me, this intimacy is so the, to me, the root fundamental core, most important building block of it all. Like if we can have intimacy with ourself and we don't ever push ourself away, then we've got our own back, which means I can open my heart in the face of anything. And it might not go as I prefer, but I'm okay. Mm -hmm. That's unstoppable. 
And then if you can be that, and now we know so much more from science, like since I saw you as well, I got to speak at the annual heart math convention in Mexico, and I got to lead a guided meditation for everybody and, you know, do my magic. And I had so much fun. This idea that when we're in coherence now, this is when we hear non-local intelligence. This is when we can communicate with God, the field, whatever word works for you. That's when, you know, we're not alone. So you've got this, you've got your own little you, you've got your own back. And then the universe and it's like scientifically proven is supporting you. Oh my God, you can relax a lot more. You can open up a lot more. You can receive a lot more. You can ask for a lot more. And if you bring that back to back to sex, like I am having the best sex of my life and I am so juicy and so happy. Um, and it's because I'm not like, I couldn't have had this sex back when I was 20 or 30 or 40. I'm 51 now. And like all these different shames have been integrated. The taboos have been integrated. The even stuff that I didn't even know was still in there since I met my boyfriend has, you know, shown up like the very first guy I ever dated cheated on me. And I didn't know, like I thought intellectually I've processed that, but I realized as I started to open my heart even deeper to my partner, I just said to him one day, I go, just please, if, you, if this is over, just drop me gently and move on. Don't cheat on me. There was so much energy, so much charge still on that. We were hiking and he stopped me. He goes, can we talk about this? Because there's a lot of what's going on. And I burst into tears. So you just never know. But the, the, the work is the work. When it's there, do we lean in? Do we not push it down, stuff it away, project it onto another? Do we own it? And can we have a partnership where we don't try to fix the other or leave or take it personally and just breathe together, process together, integrate together? And, and then I asked him a question after I cried for a little bit and did a little processing. I said, why would, why would somebody do that to me? You know, so many of us get caught in that loop, the why, the why, the why. And of course I help people all day long out of the loop of why with how I've been trained in quantum psychology and the rest of it, but I can't save myself you know, or see my own blind spot for, for the life of me. And he was like, Alana, a lot of times when you've been raised and just like you Catholic, my first boyfriend Catholic, um, he goes, you don't want to hurt the one you care about the most. But he goes, a young boy with hormones needs to get out somewhere. And so it would be so shameful to have sex with you because he honored you. And not that this is condoning his behavior. He just did it with some, whatever, it's probably not nice to say, but it felt like it at the time, slut uh, who wanted to <laughs> sleep with my boyfriend at some party. He goes, that was an easy out because he didn't care about her. And he just got rid of that energy. Now, is that healthy? Probably not, but probably the best everybody could do at the time. Mm. And it allowed me to forgive and understand mm -hmm. and release and come back and have my own back and grow stronger from it. So that's just like a little baby example of what's possible when mm. we do this intimacy work with all of these energies. And then you bring that as a, the next, almost like a lotus flower, like the next, you know, petals unfold and you bring that fresh new version of you with all the wisdom from the past into the bedroom. I really believe sex can get better and better over time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same guy, 20 years, definitely the best sex I'm having now. And um, I find that really interesting, that story, because when my husband and I broke up in our early 20s, um, yeah. it was just, we were, obviously I was having some type of, I need to experience everything. 
I am yeah. a girl who my husband does not like tattoos or he does now, but I've got tattoos all over me. I've got pink hair for goodness sakes. I'm, I got a boob job because you know what? I'm really into the divine feminine. I want to feel sexy and yeah. I wear red lipstick and you know, I've just changed because well, I've actually just showed up really. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't yeah. mind being seen now or being sexy or all those different things because that little Catholic girl, that little good girl um, was just yeah. a little part of me. And um when we broke up in our, in our early 20s, I slept with a couple of guys, a few guys, I can't remember really. Um, it was two years we weren't together. We had no connection. Like we, I mean, we had no contact at all. And yeah. I noticed when I look back and reflect, all of those guys, for a lack of a better word, were scumbags. They were mm. all, they all had things that my husband, that he didn't have because I was yeah. searching for those parts because my husband is the nicest, most gorgeous, sexy, calm beautiful yeah. person in the world and I'm like let's go let's go let's go like we're the opposites <laughs> right yin and yang like hard out night and day and um that's why we work now and that we're in our, in our late 30s and mm -hmm. um there was a couple of nice guys that wanted to date me and I was literally like no because I was thinking a I don't want to hurt you b I'm not going to fall in love with you and c like like I'm not ready I'm not yeah. ready so yeah. I would go for the lust instead of the love yeah. And the yeah, truth yeah. is, I've never really loved anyone apart from my husband. Now, mm. I know I've been with him for like 21 years or something, minus two, but the sex was sex. It wasn't intimacy. Ah, uh, so, thank you. Yep. And that is the difference. Now, I, those guys, none of them, they only lasted for a few months here or there or a couple of weeks or whatever. I never, ever showed them who I was. Mm. I showed them something else, what I thought society saw me as. But sure. I was a lost girl. And then when I got back with my husband after no contact um, and let those walls down, now I'm fully myself and he knows things about me like that 16 year old that none of those guys ever had. So that story really blows my mind and resonates because just like your first boyfriend who was like, I don't want to hurt Alana, but I want yeah. to do this. And it was a different energy. And that kind of brings me to that question of, you know, what does sex mean for mm. females and males? And obviously we maybe we're like kind of the same when it comes to intimacy. Mm. Isn't it interesting that both the female and the male went like your story and my story are, are so it's not just guys or this or just ladies or this. And I think this also brings up, brings in consciousness. The more conscious I get, the more I am more driven, more in my masculine than ever, like creating a I don't know how I'm doing. I can't even use my phone, but I'm creating an app <laughs> or whatever. Um, and I'm more tender, more patient, more allowing, more surrendered, more just open in my feminine as well. Like both of these uh, energies are happening. And with my current lover, it's amazing. Like he's mostly dominant and I'm mostly surrendered. But the other night we like switched it up and it was so fucking hot. And I'm like the dominatrix and he was just like, take me. And to take an alpha, <laughs> that's really hot <laughs> for me. So we're having a lot of play. So I love what we're saying here that as you become more conscious, there's wounds in your masculine and feminine, there's strengths in your fat, uh, masculine and feminine, and there's an, a natural expression. And I think that changes during the month. Um, mm -hmm. I officially like have no more period. Is that not the coolest thing ever? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, but uh, the idea of our cycle that we have different moods and that our, our cycle is a, people often call it the curse, but what if it's a gift? What if it's a gift to like, I, when, when I'm on my cycle, um, in the past, I couldn't tell a lie. 
like during the rest of the month, I could say, oh, sure. Yes. Oh, sure. I'll do that one. Really? I meant no, but I would just not have the courage or uh, it's easier just to say yes. Like, and, but on during my period, I was like, you're out of integrity there. You're not aligned with your values there. You said yes. When you meant no there, like, there's just no way. What a gift. What a gift that every month we get to come home to deep, you know, primal truth. And then we also get to check out I'm just going to take it. I'm not going to go out to dinner tonight. I'm not going to go out and party or whatever. I'm just going to be with myself. What a gift, right? Oh, and periods. Like, I just want to like quickly put another note on that because for me, um, this whole consciousness thing, the last time I bled, I was like, oh, wow, what an honor. What an right? honor. And it's like, I think, um, oh, I don't know what the story was, but like I was explaining to my daughter, she's like, what are you doing, mommy? Why is there blood? Because she must have been standing talking to me in the toilet. I don't know what it was. It was just something. And I said to her, this is a beautiful part of being a female. This is yes. the time where we release. And this is the time, you know, and I'm just making it normal, you know? Yes. Um, yes. And she's just like, okay. Like she's eight. Like she's just like, okay, cool. But the thing is, it's like, I'm retraining my husband. Cause it's something I'd be like, I've got my period. I've got my period. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, um, I'm going to honor myself now because my period is going to come in a couple of days. And I'm feeling like I just want to honor myself. So I'm going to go to the beach and nurture myself because this divine feminine is so potent and so beautiful. And it's like, it's amazing. It is just amazing. But we have nice. for so many years, we were yeah. laughed at. My great great grandmother, my great grandmother, they were laughed at for having their rags on the line. And my my mom, who's only sixty now, she's she's still really young. But in her day, even when I was born thirty seven years ago, they wore like nappy pads that yeah. were like that were pinned up. Your mum would have been the same, I'm sure. And they would have to literally pin them to the sides, even when I was born. Now we have these little cups and it's so easy, you know. Um, but now we're coming to this point of consciousness that it's time for us to honour ourselves, not just figure out how we can have the practicality of having our cycle. It's more yeah. like, okay, all right. So you don't want to go to school today or because, or I don't want to go to work. Let's honour ourselves. What would create more right? for the world? And right. where we're at now. Oh. That's so beautiful. And how do we want to be with our partners? Do we want to be held? Do we want space? Do we want to slow it down by a million percent and have really slow sex? Like what do you desire and learn to ask for it and not be ashamed to ask for what you desire? Like if we have shame within ourselves, how the hell can we ask on the outside, right? So all the self-pleasuring rituals and all the getting to know our bodies, different times of the month, our body likes different things and getting to know that and letting that be okay. And not having it be to the gentleman in general is like, but last time you, whatever. And you're like, yes, but I'm a mystery. And mm. I don't know. And see it as a positive for him to be curious about what would turn you on rather than in his head, trying to do it right to not be rejected, to see us as this mysterious unfolding of the feminine. Um, as a positive, as a plus. So yeah, I'm, I'm loving the more work I've done in my intimacy to be who I am. And that's like, we're talking pole dancing for seven or eight years. Um, all the forgiveness work, all the femininity work, all the balancing myself into like a healthy masculine energy, as opposed to a damsel in distress, save me manipulation, like all this stuff I had to like come to terms with has, has led me to just be so authentic and that my sexual energy, all of our sexual energy is not just bound chicka bound bound, although I fucking love sex. It's this incredible life force energy that we never need to turn off. I believe it invites the best out of others. 
It could be used like a, like a muse, like a creative invitation to awaken our children, our lover, our clients. It's also bold. It's also like, uh, uh-uh, this is my boundary, but my heart is open. I'm not a bitch. Okay. I'm not going to emasculate. I'm not going to play games, but uh, uh-uh. and when we say that with our heart open, it's like fierce love and that is respected. And the best of others come out with fierce love. The best in others does not come out when we're an angry, emasculating bitch as it ought not to, right? So we can still be fierce, but we can be love. That to me is our sexual energy as well flowing through us because we know, uh-huh, uh-uh, we know it. Pre, pre-thought, it's in there, it's in there. Yeah. Oh, and then the, obviously the creative ideas, like how your business has flourished and, and you're just in your, your fullness. To me, that's letting your sacred sexual life force energy in as, and through you unencumbered, um, not in somebody's face. Like I get to be who I am, but like there's, there's respect, there's appropriateness, but, but there's no stopping you, you know, Mm -hmm. your gifts in this world. And then of course there's this beautiful tenderness, like just looking at somebody with your sacred sexual energy can be healing just a gaze of non-judgment and kindness and letting that energy not just go to them, but through them and into them and and allow it to come back and be affected as well. These uh, conscious connection calls that I'm doing in Heartmates right now are kind of blowing me away. Like I knew they would be helpful, but I didn't know they would be this powerful. I'm just basically giving them three short little rituals every Friday. The first one, a heart meditation. The second one, a dyad, which is what I'm going to talk about. And the third is like a like movement and a retraining of how you hear love songs if you're single. But anyways, back to the dyads. Three sim- simple questions. We break people out into pairs in the Zoom rooms. And these questions are deep. They're deep, I will say. But the uh, structure is all you get to say is thank you. So you ask a question, you answer, and the person says thank you, which doesn't even mean they agree. Mm-hmm. And it pract- you practice going, oh my God, they're not going to justify, give a reason, criticize, fix or change. It's totally safe. (gasps) You'd be amazed what comes out with more ease when you know all they're going to say is thank you. And then as a listener, you're not three steps ahead trying to say the right thing. And what do I need to do to dominate or win the conversation? You just sit here. So you get to become a better listener. And when they come back, the energy that's arisen in just being heard is so healing. They come back crying all the time or turned on and uh, they haven't even met in the app. They've just met on these conscious connection calls, but like what a wonderful way to be yourself, practice being yourself and to meet somebody in your authentic nature rather than on a date when you're trying to do it all right and not get rejected. So yeah, this sacred sexual energy is so important to cultivate in all of its flavors. And I think, you know, like that would be a great lesson for learning not to deflect. Yeah. Because I mean, I've even got clients and I'll be like, you're so fucking amazing. And like, cause I'm, I'm, I can see, I'm very psychic. And I mean, we all are, but one of yeah. my gifts is I can see people's strengths and potencies and what they could do in the world, which is mm. always much larger than they think it is. And they just go, oh, well, well, oh, I don't know. It didn't do happen what I want it to be. And people deflect compliments. And when they're doing that, it just stops the connection. So I mm. think that's massive. Um, I know for me, one thing that I've just discovered that I love, which is intimate and it isn't just turning me on and touching my kind of sexual bits and bobs, not like that. It's more when my husband is doing a process to access bars and he's running my bars, which is helping me Mm. to delete the crap, (laughs) he will stop and he will rub my face Mm. and he will pull my face and rub it. And I'm like, especially if I'm feeling a little bit burnt out, because I hit burnout a couple of weeks ago again, I'm still learning how to reprogram my brain and Mm. work less. And he was touching my face. 
Mm. And I've, oh my gosh, I love the fact when he's touching my face, my face is going, touch me, touch me, touch me. And that is more of a turn on than anything because I'm feeling nurtured and loved and received and I'm willing to receive it because as a coach and an entrepreneur and a holistic healer and all the things that we are, we must retrain ourselves to receive. And Mm. it doesn't just mean the sexual acts. It means what can I receive? And, you know, sex is like, my husband's like, how can this keep getting better and better and better? Why am I so attracted to you? You know, we've been together for 21 years and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't even know how you still love me because I'm a different person. He goes, no, you were always that person. But now you're showing up as you. Yeah. You know, I'm not codependent anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go do this. You want to come? Where before I would have been like, well, you need to come. You have to come. Hop in the car. Um, and so now it's just different. And we actually co-parent now. So my husband mm-hmm. works in my business. So that's something that's mm-hmm. changed since I've talked to you. So he's my tech guy. He's my everything that I'm not. Um, oh, wow. How wonderful. Yeah. So he gets to do funnels and Facebook ads. And he gets to um, help me with emails and content and all these delicious things that I simply just want to get on and talk, right? <laughs> and yeah, do the yeah. thing. And yeah. it's so good because he said, you know what? what I learned from you by watching you is to go for your dreams. And now I can take my kids to school, pick them up, spend time with them, work mm-hmm. around the house and work in your business rather than mm-hmm. slogging in a like office mm-hmm. for eight hours a day. And it's magical because every relationship works completely different. Mm-hmm. You know? So wow. what is receiving? It's everything. Mm-hmm. Sex is everything, isn't it? Really? Mm-hmm. You know, when I turned 50, my word for the year was receive. And this year, when I turned 51, it was support. I wanted to know what that figure eight looked like to support and be supported in this elegant balance. And it's really, I think it's a great practice to have something as your forefront of way of being for the year. Because I thought I knew what receiving was, but this idea that like you receive a compliment, it deflects right off. You receive a compliment just in your mind. You receive a compliment into your body, into your heart into your belly, into your pussy, like there's like, and then into your whole life. And it affects like, yeah, there's no end. I don't think to, to energy and receiving. I'm so grateful. And it's so, um, so humbling. I chose for my 50th birthday. I got this big, beautiful mansion, invited all my friends. I catered it and the the alcohol and the chocolate truffles and you name it. And then when it's got everybody there, I'm like, okay, now I'm turning off. Now I'm just going to receive. And I was Mm -hmm. a blubbering mess for like three and a half days. Cause I just, everywhere that I was going to say, oh no, no, I got this. I let them, I let them help me. And then by the end of it all, they said, wow, you taught us in the giving to you. You taught us what receiving is because it's one thing to give. You can literally feel it stop, but we, you let it in and you let it move you and break you open. And so I had the, they, all of them had the experience of like, oh, and then the figure eight would happen and my gratitude and appreciation would come back and then they would be, and then it would just, it was was happening with like 25 people for the weekend. It was orgasmic and um, a wonderful lesson that left us all, thank God, never to recover, (laughs) Um, to really allow, okay, what would that look like in the bedroom? What would that look like in my business? What would that look like with my soul? Like even just receive ourself, right? Oh, there's just, it's, it's divine. I've never been this alive youthful, thriving. Um, and then the other part about receiving too is out of control. But since I met you before, I needed to have everything figured out and I was in charge. I probably tripled my staff. 
I have, I have like over 25 staff members right now. Like there's no fucking way I'm going to control that. No way. So now I have managers and point pieces, like just all this kind of stuff. Um, and so there's a different way of, of giving and receiving when you're not in charge of any of this. Um, you direct, you guide, you influence, you nurture, but um, it's really up to my uh, faith. Maybe that's not even right. The word trust. I think it's just trust. Trust in myself, trust in my knowing, trust. Even if everything falls apart, it's still for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, trust. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If it falls apart, it's okay. It's fucking okay. Everything is all okay because yeah. if you are following your path and your genius, and this is what I've just got really strong on, is you can't fail. There is yeah. no way. There is no way you can fail because I have total belief and faith that I can put out offers and I've got tons of offers coming out. My Magnificent Mediumship is an incredible program teaching people to utilize their gifts. I talk about things like sex and receiving as a medium because what do people think a medium is, right? And I will put that offer out and I've got other offers and other offers and other offers. If no one buys that shit, oh, well, never mind (laughs) because- It doesn't matter. None of it matters because what is the least path of resistance? And, you know, I think it's really about turning on all parts of us. One thing I find myself is the more spiritual, the more connected I am with source energy, with the divine, Mm. with God, all the things is the more turned on my body. And I can feel my body. I can feel my vagina being turned on. I can feel my booze being turned on. I can feel my body. I look at my body and go, oh my God, I love my shape. Oh my God, I'm really feeling quite sexy. I'm going to wear this sexy dress today because, oh, why not? Oh, I'm not even leaving the house. I'm going to wear my diamond earrings. This is sex, you know? And I had turned that down for so long. I didn't Mm. want other people to look at me because I was taken, you Mm. know, or I was a mom or Mm. I was religious or I was this or that. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to get a boob job. Why not? My children sucked everything out of them and I want to feel like, <laughs> like literally, and they were like 90 year old boobs. And I'm not saying that's not sexy, but for me, yeah, I wanted to do it for, for me. So mm-hmm. now I can have great sex and feel like, you know, I'm this divine body. Now I'm not saying that's for everybody. People love their, their post breastfeeding boobs, but for me, why not? Why not? I love my hips. I love having a butt. Like, and these are things that I've always been like, I don't want to be a size 14. I want to be a size 10 or whatever. But now I'm like, no, I want to be whole. I want to be living from integrity. I want to nourish and nurture things. And I want to be a conscious parent. And Mm -hmm. that means my children will make choices. That means my clients will make choices. My husband will make choices. And um, I think that's a part of consciousness. A lot of people, I'm going to do a podcast, say, do I stay or do I grow? And Mm -hmm. that just popped in in the shower this morning. I was like, people literally, they stay and they don't grow, but they don't realize that as they grow with their sexuality, as they grow in consciousness, their Mm -hmm. partners 99% of the time come. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't, but you have to be taking that chance, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's amazing to find such an amazing partner now. I've obviously dated some different people since I was divorced 18 years ago, and yet it's like an, it's a no brainer. Like we are lifelong learners. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, a, like a deal breaker. Like we, uh, how often are we going to re-choose ourselves uh, every day and choose each other every day? And maybe we'll have rituals like once a year or that kind of thing. That'll be super cool. But man, to be with somebody who's that in their body, that committed to growth, that open sexually, 
that uh, receiving of my compliments because I'm a very grateful person. I like, I live by myself. So like anything is a, is a comp. <gasps> you folded the laundry. Oh my God. <laughs> like anything is a, is a thank you. And he's like, damn, you're so grateful. And then you're so receptive of my gratitude. And it's, oh, I'm, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. The work, the work works and it gets better. Mm-hmm. So to allow, choose, but then a lot of times we put one step in front of the other and we don't exactly um, know how to do that or we, we trip up, et cetera. And I love what you said, how everything's for you. Because as I, I've been expanding in my business, I think I've never fired more people than since last October. Like they were just dropping like flies because this is where I'm going, this energy now. And it wasn't pretty and it wasn't fun and it wasn't sometimes kind, uh, their behaviors. Um, and it hurt and I cried. And I felt scared and I wanted to go back and be in this little controlled, contracted ball. But I'm like, nope, this is the way. And thank God there's enough people that are just like, breathe, tequila shot. Here we go. (laughs) It's going to be fine. Um, Yeah. Dropping the control is the biggest thing I believe that an entrepreneur can do to take it to the next level. You know, I don't have over 20 people on my team, but I have like three um and that's huge I never thought I would do that so now I'm looking at you know what does the millionaire coach do not just the six-figure coach what does the millionaire coach do how does she act how does she look she gets up and she feels sexy right she gets up and she shines she goes down to the school pickup gives her kids a kiss goodbye you know and she goes to work and talks to you know incredible coaches in America like all all around the world and then I go pick up my kids because I am everything I am the wife and well, you know, the lover, I am the mother, I am the friend, I'm the sister and I'm all these different things. So it doesn't mean I can't be wealthy and sexy while doing it. Now, of course, the mind tells you differently because you're trying to fit into these boxes. Um, I just, before we go, I just wanted to touch on, because I know this has been a trigger for a lot of my, my people is they turn themselves off from the tummy down. And Mm -hmm. also if I've talked about masturbation with people, um it's it's something that I didn't talk about blowjobs or masturbation until about a year ago in all honesty it's something Mm -hmm. that my husband I just don't even talk about which is hilarious Mm -hmm. um until now where we're just kind of like you know we're a little bit more open because we have the sacred pure kind of love because we're 16 and 17 um so yeah when I say the word masturbation to people and touching your own body and acknowledging your body and looking at your naked body body and actually going wow you know Mm -hmm. there's so much shame um, around these things because I've, I've even had clients where they would get a hiding for doing things underneath the um, blankets so I feel like this is a really good conversation to quickly touch on because a lot of my clients have little children and mm. I know for my own children and people around me um, I have that conversation of you know I don't say it's bad or anything like that I just go if you want to do this you know do it in your bedroom <laughs> Because, you know, clearly like doing that around people. So what do you have to say about that? It's very broad, but I'm sure you can pinpoint it. Oh, well, I'm reminded back when my son was tiny and he's so proud of his penis and it feels so good. And I'm like, yeah, duh, that's awesome. I said, so just keep on touching it. But when we have dinner with friends, just do it in your room. You know, this kind of idea, like allow it, encourage it, honor pleasure. And just say in this society, it's going to go better if you do so in your room. 
and it's not because that's bad and there's anything shameful about it, but this is the world we're living in and not everybody gets that it's beautiful and sacred. Um, and it's, so it's your private pleasure that you get to have. So that's how I, I would handle him. Um, when he'd find my vibrator in my bed all the time, uh, he's like, what's this? And I would say, that's mommy's toy. What does it do? It gives me pleasure. He's like, cool. And off he'd go. So no shame again, hiding. Um, I remember like finding this is pre USB plug. I would like go downtown or go downstairs in the middle of the night to find his toys with batteries, take all his batteries for my vibrator. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But um, okay. So I'd say that self pleasure is the most beautiful gift. It's like talking to your sweet, Hey, sweet body, what would bring you pleasure? And sometimes that's just I need to be held. I remember back when I started pole dancing and the lights were low, red light. We all look cellular. There's no such thing as cellulite with red light. So you look really good. Yeah. Um, and they would say, stretch and, and hold your leg all the way down to your knee, all the way down your calf, down your ankle, all the way to stretch and touch your toes. I had never touched myself for the sake of pleasure. I mean, I touched my clit. Okay. I did that. Or I would touch myself to get attention or to compete with another woman, like all these maybe not necessarily healthier ways, but I never just touched my leg to touch my leg mm -hmm. for pleasure. And it made me cry for all the days of my life that there's this beautiful body that I could give pleasure and I didn't. So lots of tears and then a homecoming and then a willingness to slow down as I put cream on my body. So we don't have to go from zero to masturbation is what I'm trying to say here. Start where you're at and never forget the moment of the breeze and how it feels in your hair, right? Or the, the caressing of your partner's hand as they're walking by, or even just like the sipping of coffee and the smells and like all the sensualities, like start there as you let life penetrate you, you let life move you, you allow yourself to have pleasure in the smaller ways. And then allow yourself to move through the taboos or the shames and integrate those, those wounds because having self-pleasure is a way of coming home to yourself, a way of surrendering and letting go of control, a way of having oneness with the universe, a way of learning, oh my God, there's, there's clitoral, there's G-spot, there's cervical, there's full body, there's all these different kind of orgasms to have and they're different at different times of the month. Like get to know your body and love it so you can teach your partner what you like and what you don't, even if it changes moment to moment, faster, slower. And then you can be open to things that in the past were quote unquote naughty that now are just like, that's just how, how you roll. Um, and I love giving oral sex more than I ever have before. Now that I have more permission to give myself pleasure. And I have also less jealousy um, or the, the letting go of any of that. I can literally, like I can literally feel through my boyfriend's energy, through his eyes, through his body at the presence he gives a woman who might misconstrue it that's fair enough because there's not very many people that are that present, but I can feel his purity of his um, care and I can feel the, um, the non-seductive energy and the caring, uh, caring energy and, and her experience is her experience. And in the past, when I didn't allow myself to be that knowing of my own sexuality, I would in my twenties for sure, thirties probably as well, um, I would use my sexual energy to get attention. I would manipulate with it. I would use it as a, like, this is a commodity to get what I want because I was so empty and I was so insecure. Why? Because I hadn't been giving, giving myself that maybe self-love in the care way, but I, oh, I wouldn't give myself the, the self-pleasure. So mm -hmm. isn't it interesting that I would manipulate to get attention from men, 
But when I stopped doing that, and I gave myself all of this self-love, care, tenderness, but also sexual pleasure, then I really was full. I didn't need to get a little something, something from somebody's husband, just an extra little look in order to feel good enough. Like all of that dissolved away. So I was in more integrity as a true sister to my sisters. And also I didn't have any strange energy with men. And so I could really be that, that noble regal muse to awaken their grandeur with absolute clear boundaries. Um, so that felt amazing. And then now with my boyfriend, I can feel oh my God, he's not doing anything against me. Mm. She's just never had presence like that before. A man just being there. And, and, and I can trust he's going to manage that. Mm. And I know that he's just giving his love. Like all these new awarenesses I've never had. And it all comes back to self-pleasure. Mm. So self-pleasure, people. <laughs> Get to know your bodies. Yeah. Knowing that you are enough. Because I yeah. know my husband, he slept with people when we went together and so did I. But we've never even brought it up. We don't even, we have this no repressed stuff. I don't care. I'm actually yeah. glad he went and did that. And yeah. well, I don't know if he's glad I did. We haven't had that conversation. But there's no repression or anything of, of that past stuff because I know I was always the one. I always know that he adored me and I adore him. And we haven't had a love like that before. So I trust that I am his goddess and I, I, he is my prince. And that is what we are today. So tomorrow we can re-choose and re-choose and re-choose with ourselves, yeah. with our sexuality and with our partners, because mm. we don't have to function from the past. We can function from the now and the future and trusting that, I mean, you are gorgeous inside and out. Like you are like an energy of sex, right? And abundance mm. and joy. And you know that you're enough. Yes. And that's, that's kind of like the full stop. <laughs> yeah. And it's a wonderful place to be. It doesn't mean that I don't get insecure from time to time. It certainly doesn't mean I don't fail a lot. Um, there's just a tenderness and, and an unwillingness to reject myself. Mm -hmm. You know, even in my uncertainty, I love myself and I can bring that to my partner. And as we start to fall in love, like more and more and more, even old stuff, like my best friend died. I'm even afraid he'll just die on me and I could just be with my feelings and he we don't need to go anywhere and this intimacy is extraordinary and the honoring of sex and the energy that flows and the abundance that flows when you are coming from the overflow and don't need anything you don't push people away because you need to control or grasp so you're safer to be with safer to receive money safer to receive miracles yeah it's a delicious way delicious way of living and it's inspiring to others and occasionally it's off-putting to others, but it's only because we make them nervous. So we bless them, yes. just bless them. And that's okay. So Everybody's where, where they are. And then I love that you're a mom talking to your daughter so beautifully and openly. Mm. Um, yeah. So anything people that- are, can, mm. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I just want to say real quickly, if people yeah. are triggering you because they're in love, like I used to be triggered by people walking to school with their partners for drop-offs and pickups. I'd be like, why can't they just do it on their own? And that's because I didn't have that. Now my husband and I walk our kids together to school every day and we co-parent because he's not going up to work. And then I realized, oh my God, I was just literally being triggered because I wanted what they had. Now that I have it, it doesn't trigger me. So it's going deeper. So sorry. I just oh, I like this. No, that. and just to, riff, just to riff off that, the women that I had that I was jealous of is really a dormant part of me that I haven't claimed. So my dance class was so good for that. When I first arrived, I was terrified of how sexy these women were. And I felt like such a dork. And they invited her to arise. And now 
that like, this is my living room and all the furniture is pushed back and my big eight inch stilettos are there and my big, you know, patent boots are there. And I put those on and I do my, I just have a good time. So, um, yes, one step, one step at a time, one step at a time. I just wanted to say, lastly, um, I have a very full coaching practice. I've now trained Atlanta prep method coaches as well. And yet I always am a humble student. I always like, I have three, three to four with my dance teacher. That would be four people, coaches that have my back so that I keep evolving and I keep this. So I really love the work that you're doing and how it's, um, unfolding even to more of your grandeur. So anybody that's watching this and is drawn to you, please take the next step with all of these different programs you have, because we all need someone to believe in us and have our back, like the banks of the river, as we're finding our way. And then to own your, everybody own their own mastery as well, and, and be of service to, to others that you're here to give to. And anything, if you're, we do have people in Australia, people in New Zealand, people in Japan, um, not as much in Europe yet, but a lot in North America. So it's, it's it's growing. And so if this resonates with you to, to come into the heartmates would love more conscious people who are willing to become the one to find the one and keep the one in our community. So, um, or even other influencers, you think what I would be great to, to, to be of service on. This is my passion right now. This is what I'm here to serve and contribute. So thank you so much, honey, for having me on. Thank you. And I received that compliment and anyone who Oh my goodness, you know, it's, it's about changing the way that we think because we are in 2021. We are not going to the pub and meeting people anymore. I mean, like, I'm sure that happens, <laughs> but it's just kind of like we can consciously grow these relationships and find the people that we're really suited for us. And having a coach to do that is phenomenal. So check yeah. out the show notes, check out Alana, follow her yeah. on all of her socials. Thank you, Thank Alana, you, for honey. your time. I absolutely adore you. Oh. Have a beautiful day. And this likewise. Has been Oh, thank you. Huge love to everyone. Bye, Lana. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.